Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Okay, if you're watching, <laughs> you're going to see us going back and forth. We've had a, a, a number of challenges today with this Facebook Live, so I apologize for being late. I apologize for um, the kind of start-stop nature of this first couple of minutes. But we've got some cool stuff to talk about, so we'll make it up always, to you. Always, always, always. Joining me today is Christy. Christy's a certified laser tech and also our guru of online learning. So if you're a healthcare practitioner listening on this and you want to take some of our courses, you're going to be getting to see what some of uh, the things are that Christy has produced. We have a ton of online courses available for healthcare practitioners. Go to lasertherapyinstitute.org. This particular podcast we're doing today, though, is more focused at patients, people with, in this case, tinnitus, who are looking for solutions. So hopefully what we aim to do with this is bring you a study, all 30 pages of it, <laughs> in a really easy to understand format, uh, right. in a way that's explained, in a way that hopefully you can use the information to decide if this is something you should pursue or not. And if you're geeky like we are, you can always download the resource and read it. We'll, Absolutely. We'll make sure it's available for you. This is actually a an open source article, Good. so you Good. can get this mm -hmm. study and you can read the entire thing, um, which I would encourage you to do uh, if you've got the, the patience to, to go through that because it is a great study. It's very interesting, but we're going to break it down in a way that you don't have to read it if you don't have the time mm -hmm. or the inclination uh, and, and hopefully in a manner, again, that is beneficial for you. So let me give you the title of the study right off the top because we're talking about tinnitus. So ringing in the ears. Mm -hmm. The title of the study is Effects of Red and Infrared Laser Therapy in Patients with Tinnitus. A double-blind, clinical, randomized, controlled study combining light with ultrasound, drugs, and vacuum therapy. I'm interested in what vacuum therapy is. <laughs> so That's a new one for me. If you had to guess... What would you say vacuum therapy is? Sucking something out. <laughs> yes. Basically, mm -hmm. just to, to ruin the, uh, the, just the, the whole idea of it, you're basically taking a vacuum cleaner and just sticking, sticking it on your ear. And then seeing what, what comes out. Yeah, and, and it's not really trying to get, you know, like earwax or anything out, but it's mm -hmm. to provide some kind of like negative pressure okay. is the, the, the idea. So it's a very, very gentle uh, vacuum type suction. But uh, yeah, it's... Instead of blowing and popping your ears, you're mm -hmm. you're sucking it out, pulling out. So <laughs> anyway, yes. So that's that's exciting. So uh, this was published in the Journal of Personalized Medicine uh, just this year in April. So this is wow. basically a brand, brand new, new study, brand um, new. and I like this study a lot because they compared a couple of different types of laser mm -hmm. with a whole bunch of different other treatments and therapies. So if you're wondering how laser performs versus some of these other things you might have tried, you'll probably find out there today. Nice. So yeah, yeah, really, really interesting, uh, pretty exciting study here. Uh, let's just talk about what tinnitus is first. Mm -hmm. And this is quoting from the study. They say tinnitus is a common otologic or ear mm -hmm. symptom defined as the conscious awareness of a sound in the absence of an external auditory stimulus. So that means nothing's going on around you, nothing's going on outside of you, but you're hearing sound that really shouldn't be there. 
Now, can that be short-term, or is it always long-term? Is it always something, because you know, sometimes you hear ringing and then it mm -hmm. goes away. Yes, yeah, it can be both. It can be very short-term, it can be episodic, meaning that it comes and goes, mm -hmm. and it can also be chronic. Long, chronic. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, <clears throat> and some people can be very severe. Other people can have very, very mild cases. So it's kind of all over the place. Okay. It's a good question. Um, they say that exposing the ears to a prolonged period of sounds above 85 decibels progressively causes damage, leading to hearing loss and sometimes causing dizziness <laughs> and tinnitus. They say tinnitus and hearing loss are frequently occurring together almost okay. all the time. If somebody's got tinnitus, they've also got some level of hearing loss. 85 to 96% of patients with ringing in the ears do have some level of <laughs> hearing loss as well. Okay. Does that come back or is that... Once you lose it, it's gone. Generally, once you lose some of that hearing, it is gone. There's some limited amount of recovery that can happen, um, especially in younger folks, um, and especially in this more traumatic version. Sometimes there is some healing, but it typically never comes about all the way back. Okay. Right? So get on it right away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Generally, that's, mm -hmm. that's the idea. Get on it as soon as you can um, with something. But that's one of the difficulties is what's the something that you're going to do, right? Right. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> That's right. Um, there are some other things that kind of feed into tinnitus, and that is smoking. Uh, if you have hypertension, arterial hypertension. If you have diabetes, if you have poor lifestyle. Age does play a part here. Um, and then your, your leisure activities and your occupational exposure, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're in an environment mm -hmm. with really loud noises, you know, um, you work in a music production venue and you're constantly under that level of sound, I mean, you're more likely to have tinnitus. Okay. Which should make sense. Okay. If you yeah, work in a cabinet shop, listening to power tools all day, yeah, yeah. you're probably going to be at risk for tinnitus and hearing loss. A good case for earplugs. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, some way to, to diminish the amount of, of sound damage that can happen. Mm -hmm. So, um, now we, we still don't really know what's going on with tinnitus or why we have these kind of phantom sounds that there's no reason for. Mm -hmm. um, there's some theories. They say there's a dysfunction theory that basically the cochlea, the internal part of the ear, is damaged by loud noise or drug exposure or even a viral infection. Mm -hmm. And then... Um, basically, we only can guess from there that it's some kind of abnormal nerve activity, either in the inner ear or in the in the brain, in the in the auditory pathways in the brain. So, um, it can also be related to uh, temporomandibular disorders, TMJ problems, you know, with mm -hmm. the jaw right here. Mm -hmm. um, but we we still don't really know exactly why that would be yet. If perhaps inflammation around the jaw. Mm -hmm. uh, does have some effect on the ear because I mean they're right there, right, right there, right next to right. each other. Wow. So, so that's the idea, um, but there's there's not really good therapies out there. So one of the things that's going on is they say that laser therapy has been chosen as one of the most promising candidates for tinnitus treatment. This choice relies on several reasons, including one the current impossibility to determine the cause and find FDA-approved drugs for tinnitus. Hmm. So, number one, we don't really, in a lot of cases, know why someone has tinnitus. Right. But then, secondarily, there's, we don't really have medications that are FDA-approved for that specific thing that, that work. Mm -hmm. Number two, 
as far as um, why we're looking at laser for treatment now. There's no specific genetic locus or focus that we can look at and say, ah, that genetically is why this happens. You okay. know, there may be a genetic component, but mm -hmm. it's just not really that clear. Hmm. Number three reason that we're looking at laser therapy as a prime treatment now is that treating tinnitus with drugs can cause systemic side effects on a short-term and or long-term basis. So not only do the drugs not work very well, but we know there's side effects to medications. Right. Well, there's always side effects. <clears throat> side effects with medication yes so, yeah. yeah we can't really get away from them no can't unfortunately <laughs> so um what about laser then so most mm -hmm. people want to know at this point okay we're talking about like cutting burning tissues things like that no 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 thankfully not no, no laser therapy is just light therapy mm -hmm. it is completely painless sometimes people feel a little bit of warmth with it that's about the extent as mm -hmm. as far as that goes but the way it works, and I'm quoting from the study again here, they say that laser therapy, excuse me, laser therapy <laughs> is applying light to a biological system, like the ear, to promote tissue regeneration, to reduce inflammation, and to relieve pain. Its inflammatory modulating action is obtained by accelerating microcirculation. So getting more circulation into these damaged areas, promoting the regeneration of them, so the idea there is basically you're addressing the tinnitus by trying to resolve the damage, mm -hmm. which right. is pretty exciting. It is. When you think it can be repaired, mm -hmm. that's really exciting. Yes. <clears throat> they say possible mechanisms that explain the action of laser therapy in the treatment of tinnitus include the secretion of growth factors, increased cell proliferation, and improved blood flow to the inner ear. So um, there's, a, there's a number of studies out there now on tinnitus and laser. That's where they're kind of getting this from. But none of the studies yet have compared laser therapy to a whole bunch of other treatments as well. And so that's exactly what this particular group of researchers did. So they took all these patients and divided them randomly into 10 different groups. 10. 10. 10. I don't know if I've ever covered a study where they did 10 different groups. And different levels of tinnitus? No, actually, all very similar okay. patients in terms of their tinnitus, but the treatment that they were given okay. was different for mm -hmm. each of the 10 groups. I'm glad you asked that because that's a good point. All the patients were approximately the same the in same. terms okay. of their severity, how long mm -hmm. they'd had it, um, but they were all given these, these 10 different kind of treatment strategies. So pretty equal across the board as far as them but the treatment is different That'd right be, so this is gonna be exciting yeah yeah, yeah. so they, they took the 10 groups and they treated everybody twice a week for four weeks so eight treatments total they measured the tinnitus as far as what the patients could report before treatment after the eighth session so once treatment was done and then 15 days after treatment had stopped so mm. a couple weeks after okay. um, they were done with treatment okay which is pretty cool I yeah. think so let's go through the groups real quick so you can know what they were comparing, right? So, um, and actually, because we've got 10 different groups, mm -hmm. would you do me a favor and just give me a little outline on the whiteboard sure. of what we're looking at here? Because sure. as I read this study, trying to keep this straightened out in my mind was like really difficult. So this is going to be real small, but we'll, we'll keep it. We're just going to write 10 groups. Perfect. And if you're listening to the audio-only version, um, write your own chart. Yes. <laughs> write it as, we, as I do. 
So in group number one, right? Group number one had nothing but sham laser. So placebo lasers. So they took the laser equipment and they basically had it disabled and they applied this treatment to this first group. So that's that's it. So that's our placebo control right there. Mm-hmm. Group number two had actual laser therapy as well as our really cool vacuum therapy. Okay, I'm just gonna write laser and vacuum. Perfect, that's perfect. And we'll just know that this is all therapy. Yep, so. yep, That's uh, we don't need to write the word therapy over no. and over. <laughs> okay, so group three, they got laser and vacuum therapy and they got a medication called Vertix. And Vertix is uh, designed for headache relief and things like that. With the idea being that... Vertex. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Group four was Vertix medication plus sham laser. So you can kind of tell what we're starting to get to here is uh, we're starting to kind of converge these groups into different manners, right? We're, we're doing different combinations of real laser, fake laser, medications, this other therapy, the whole bit, which is really pretty cool. Yeah. Group five was laser therapy and ultrasound therapy. And ultrasound therapy is supposed to help warm the tissues and promote more blood flow, um, commonly used in PT offices especially. Group six was laser therapy at a specific six minute time frame. Six minutes. Group seven was the same six minutes of laser, but also with taking a supplement called ginkgo biloba. Ginkgo is supposed to be a, a neural uh, supplement to help improve neural function. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's a huge comparison. Um, group eight. I'm going to come to the other side. Sure. Switch, switch, you, switch, you. Sorry for the. Now take your time. There we go. Awesome. Got room? Yep. <laughs> so, okay. group eight was Ginkgo and Sham Laser. And if you're watching the video, you can zoom in on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Go full screen. Yeah. It's worth it. Group nine was laser therapy for 15 minutes. Okay. And group 10 was laser acupuncture. Now, laser acupuncture is basically the same as traditional acupuncture, but instead of using the needles, they're using the laser. So this was a laser treatment, mm -hmm. but just not directly on the ear. It was in multiple places. Okay. So that's, that's the difference there. Okay. 
So as far as like ruling out what works and what doesn't work, this is pretty thorough. They're comparing a lot of it's things. A lot there's, of things. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of uh, sham laser mixed mm -hmm. in with actual laser treatment, different doses of laser. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on here. But always twice a week for four weeks. Exactly. Okay. Twice a week for four weeks for everyone, no matter what they were getting. And then if it was the different time, then that's the time that was there. So. Yes. Okay. Yep. As far as the treatment Just clarifying. time. Yes. Now, the group one, you might think they kind of got the short end of the stick because they didn't really get anything but a kinda. placebo, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, at the end of the treatment, anybody in group one was invited to undergo the laser therapy treatment um, and into group three, basically. So they got the vacuum treatment, the laser therapy, and the vertex. That's almost a spoiler alert. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Well, let's talk about the results. Yeah, yeah. So the reduction... The highest score reduction was observed for the 15-minute laser time. Hmm. So that is group 9. Mm -hmm. Group 9 had the best results at the 15-day follow-up and at the end of the treatment, which nice. is a pretty big deal. Mm -hmm. The next group was group 10, which was... The laser acupuncture. acupuncture and that was laser yes there was probably some on the ear but there was also in other parts of the body mm -hmm. hmm. and then the next group was group two which was laser combined with the vacuum therapy interesting yes interesting so the the um the idea there is that the laser may have a synergistic effect with that vacuum mm -hmm. treatment but at the same time the vacuum treatment didn't really do a lot on its own hmm. um Interesting. So the opposite was actually found for all the other study groups. So the groups taking verdicts did not do nearly as well. Hmm. So um, ginkgo and laser together seemed to be okay, but just ginkgo on its own really didn't do much. Hmm. So wow. um, really really fascinating essentially what we know is that getting laser in and around the ear can be beneficial for tinnitus mm -hmm. at least on the short to medium term interesting i'm curious did they say what laser they used they used a couple of different ones mm -hmm. one of the units they used very very unique um it had a combination of laser and the vacuum together. Okay. It's a it's a it's a hmm. it's a unit. Uh, I don't remember where it's made. It might be Spain, um, but somewhere it's a European built unit. Okay. Uh, not something that we can use here in the United States, at least at this point. Um, but it did both of them at the same time, which I thought was very yeah, interesting. Very interesting. They had a couple of different lasers that they built themselves, but mm -hmm. the the takeaway was that they used a visible red mm -hmm. and a invisible infrared laser, right around eight hundred and ten nanometers. Okay. So about six sixty for the red mm -hmm. and eight hundred and ten nanometers for the infrared, and those had good effect. Although they said the red laser at the fifteen minute was the biggest effect, <laughs> had the best effects. Wow. So, that's very interesting. So that's the takeaway. Yeah. That is that is um, the entire study right there is that laser therapy can help the uh, the symptoms of tinnitus at least in the short and potentially medium term. But you got to do it right. Mm -hmm. um, you don't necessarily have to combine it with other treatments either. In fact, sometimes combining it with medications can actually be harmful. Mm -hmm. um, so if you're looking for 
effective laser therapy, I'd encourage you to contact us. Mm -hmm. Info at lasertherapyinstitute.org. That's our email. You can also go to our website and contact us through that. You can find clinics uh, that have been trained by us as well on our clinic locator. And that's all I've got for today. Well, that's very interesting. It is, very isn't it? Interesting. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. If we can help people get the ringing out of their ears, that would be really nice. Yeah, that's a frustrating problem many. to have. Yeah. yeah, for many people. Many, many people are so, affected. Yeah. So. Nice. Great. Thanks for joining us. We're looking forward to being hopefully a little bit more regular back with these again now that uh, summer's starting to calm down a little bit. So hopefully we'll get to see you again next week. Thanks. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you're a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.